0: There is a man-made chemical. It was invented during the Manhattan Project. It repelled. So they used it to make the first ever waterproof coating for tanks. It was indestructible. Then some companies thought, hey, why just the battlefield? Why not bring this chemical into American homes?
1: That was a clip from the movie Dark Water, starring Mark Ruffalo. In it, a young corporate defense lawyer stumbles upon a plot to keep the dangers of a widely used chemical secret. It's based on a true story. The main character, Rob Bilotte, is real and the chemical, C8, also known as PFOA, is definitely real. PFOA is one of those thousands of chemicals known as PFAS that share similar characteristics. In a new paper, an international group of scientists from universities, health agencies, and environmental organizations say PFAS substances are so similar that they should be treated as a single chemical class instead of individually, a proposal that could increase the efficiency and effectiveness of efforts to reduce the chemical's harm to human health and the environment. This is Marta Venier, an environmental chemist and associate scientist at Indiana University's O'Neill School of Public and Environmental Affairs. She's also one of the co-authors of the paper
0: been called forever chemicals because once they are out there it's impossible to break them down so the best approach that we suggest and there's scientific evidence for that is to treat them as a group and regulate them as a group so this approach will allow us to eliminate them promptly as opposed to taking a very long time
1: Man-made PFAS chemicals have been used since the 1940s to produce industrial products resistant to water, oil, grease and stains. Some of the most famous name brands of the 20th century like Teflon, Scotchgard and Gore-Tex are PFAS products. Thousands more products like cosmetics, sunscreen, shampoo and even pizza boxes and microwavable popcorn bags contain PFAS chemicals. PFAS chemicals are also used in pesticides, medical procedures and many other applications. They have also been found in drinking water in indianapolis and on several military bases around the state pfas chemicals are a part of our lives due to their utility but may be putting the health of hoosiers at risk some pfas chemicals like pfos and pfoa have been linked to serious adverse health conditions like an increased risk of kidney and testicular cancer increased cholesterol levels increased risk of high blood pressure or preeclampsia in pregnant women decreased birth weight and decreased vaccine response in children. The CDC said exposure to high levels of PFAS also affects the immune system, potentially making COVID-19 more deadly to some people. Those health risks were found in the most commonly studied PFAS chemicals, PFOA and PFOS, but it's not known definitively whether those risks are present in all PFAS chemicals. Companies are not required to test a chemical's safety before they begin selling it. That responsibility is left to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. But with thousands of existing PFAS chemicals still needing review, and new PFAS and other chemicals being introduced every year, the EPA could take literally centuries to finish its review of all chemicals. While those reviews await, PFAS chemicals continue to make their way into the environment and our bodies. Veneer said that is why she and her colleagues including the former director of the National Institute for Health's National Institute for Environmental Health Sciences, are pushing for the government and industries to manage PFAS as a single chemical class.
0: There's approximately 5,000 individual PFAS compounds. And if we use the approach of measuring, studying, both their presence in the environment and the toxicological effects of each individual chemical, it would take forever. And we don't have the time nor the resources to do that.
1: Venier and her colleagues say the thousands of PFAS chemicals share similar molecular structures, environmental properties, and known and potential biological hazards. Those similarities warrant government and industry treating them as a class, like they have for some pesticides and flame retardants.
0: One example is that of uh, the uh, polybrominated diphenyl ethers, or PBDEs, which have been treated at least in groups of chemicals. We cite in the paper pesticides, but there hasn't been a lot of the this approach. Let's put it this way. This approach hasn't been used as much as we would have liked for other compounds in the past. But in this case, it's particularly important because there are 5,000 compounds plus the polymers. So it's simply impossible to study them one by one. We all think it's time to stop allowing PFAS to accumulate in our bodies and in the environment. In this case, the health and well-being of not only us, but the next generation is at play. And we hope that legislators will listen to this message and start acting to regulate these chemicals as a group and move on this quickly so we can stop more PFAS from getting into the environment and into our bodies. We can't do anything or very little for the PFAS that are already out there because they are forever chemicals. So once they are out there, they stay there forever. But we can stop new ones from getting into our bodies and in the environment.
1: The EPA has only recently begun to address the spread and toxicity of PFAS in the environment, but has not significantly affected the availability of the chemicals. The Obama administration established a lifetime health advisory of 70 parts per trillion for two PFAS chemicals, PFAS and PFOA. The advisories were non-regulatory, meaning the EPA could not enforce that limit. In January 2019, the Trump administration announced it would create a plan to assess and limit the danger posed by PFAS chemicals. The epa's pfas action plan was unveiled the following month setting a broad outline of short and long term regulatory goals in the approximately 17 months after the epa has begun many regulatory processes including developing methods to test for 29 pfas chemicals adding 172 pfas chemicals to the toxic release inventory and proposing a rule that would add more regulations to imported products that contain pfas coatings those actions have addressed only a limited amount of PFAS chemicals. Veneer said when chemicals are taken off the market, it's most often not due to EPA intervention, but bad publicity. Consumers are becoming more aware of chemicals in common products, and they're influencing those markets. The Home Depot and Lowe's stopped selling rugs and carpets with PFAS, and some packaging companies decided to remove PFAS chemicals from its food packaging due to environmental concerns. The DuPont Chemical Company, which formerly produced PFAS, said it would stop using SOME of those chemicals last year just before its executives and those from other PFAS producers were due to testify at a hearing by the House Oversight and Reform Committee. After Congressional nudging, the U.S. Department of Defense began funding research to phase out its PFAS Firefighting Foam, known as Aqueous Film Forming Foam. It has also worked to identify where the foam was used and which installations had drinking water affected by PFAS. Several former and current installations in Indiana, including the former Grissom Air Force Base and Naval Support Activity Crane, were identified as being places where AFFF was used. Subsequent water testing revealed PFAS chemicals were present in drinking water, but far below the existing health advisory levels. Navy officials also offered to test the drinking water wells of residents living outside NSA Crane. Only seven wells were sampled, and PFAS was only identified at one well at one part per trillion. While the EPA makes its way through the PFAS inventory, researchers in Indiana keep working to find the extent of PFAS chemical contamination in the environment. Venier also serves as a principal investigator for the EPA's Great Lakes Integrated Atmospheric Deposition Network at IU. She and her team will soon begin testing for PFAS chemicals in the Great Lakes.
0: These chemicals have quickly risen to the top of our priority because there's widespread contamination, especially in the Great Lake region, in particular Michigan, for example. So we are actively updating our site with new devices to measure these chemicals. They require slightly different equipment to what we've been using, so it's going to take us a little bit of time to be completely up to speed and have a good amount of data. But we are currently measuring them in precipitation, so we co- we collect rain samples. Because unfortunately, PFAS is only the latest one, uh, the latest group of chemicals in this what we like to call the whack game. Right, one group of chemicals goes up, the other one goes down. But it's, uh, it keeps us chemists busy somehow. But it's not necessarily good for our health or for the environment.